Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Asheville Regional Airport. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. By Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused. With more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. You'll be at the top of the city as you experience Asheville's history and scenic beauty, historic landmarks, and award-winning rooftop bars. Transportation is provided with tours offered daily, year-round. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. By RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. And by Explore Brevard. Explore Brevard encourages visitors to Transylvania County, North Carolina, to consider their impact on public lands. Because we treasure our beautiful forests and streams, we invite you to leave no trace and take action to leave it better. Find out more at explorebrevard.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, welcome to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, even Pandora. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news and travel tips and uplifting travel stories to remind you why traveling is one of the most effective ways that we can foster peace and understanding so we can all make the world a better place. I've heard from a lot of listeners over the past few months who have suggested to me that they want to live somewhere else, somewhere in a new culture. You know, we're living in some unsettled times, and it's a good thing to take a long view because the truth is there's never been a better time to explore the options of what's out there today. I have to say I'm doing some easy chair exploring myself right now, and so I'm really excited to have Annette Joseph here with me talking from Italy and sitting in a place I can only dream of sitting someday. And I will be there with her one day to drink some vino and eat some olives and go to the market and meet her friends. Annette is an author, a producer, a stylist, and she runs creative retreats in Italy. Ciao, ciao, Annette. How are you today? Ciao, Marilyn. It's so nice to talk to you. It's aperitivo time here in Italy, so I might be having a little vino while we're talking. Well, one day when I'm sitting there with you, we will be drinking our vino together. So, Annette, I have been devouring your book, Italy, My Boyfriend, and I have one question. 
Does he have a brother? <laughs> Lots of brothers. Come on. <laughs> I always tell people I would love to have them come and buy a house. Yes. So he does have brothers and cousins and you know, dads. And so there are plenty of boyfriends here for you. Well, that is awesome. Okay. So I have to ask you, when did you get to Italy and what is it like over there for you now? Uh, I just arrived about three weeks ago. I had to self-quarantine for two weeks, um, which honestly was fine because we have a big kitchen garden. We have a fruit orchard. We make our own wine. Um, you know, I had a lot of things uh, in our stockpile in our pantry because we have these workshops. And so we always have, you know, lots and lots of things around food, spices, you know, potato chips, the essential alcohol. You know, I have a great alcohol <laughs> stash. So um, uh, it's it's fine here. Uh, the uh, COVID infections here are low. Uh, everybody here is very cooperative. There's very a lot of protocol here. In other words, you walk into a store, they have um, hand sanitizer. They you have to wear a mask. It's you know there's no question. You just have to wear a mask. And um, it's you know there it's not very crowded. Uh, there are only a certain amount of people in the stores. And you know you can eat outside. It's it's actually pretty relaxed here. I have to say my stress level went down a hundredfold um, the last three weeks that I've been here. And when did you first get there? So you've been there for a long time. Uh, well, I've been here. I got here uh, uh, actually August 30, no, August, no, yeah, August 11th, right. I lose track of the time. August 11th, I flew over from Atlanta uh, I have to say Delta did an amazing job on the plane. I mean, I flew KLM. I felt very safe. Um, you know, actually, I really like the way they board the plane now. Uh, I love the whole, you know, no crowd. You, you know, you go by yourself. You get on the plane. Um, you know, they kind of give you your dinner. There's not a lot of chit chat, which is fine with me. And uh, I just fell asleep, woke up in Amsterdam. And Amsterdam has, you know, really got their stuff together at the airport. I had to fill out some forms and things. But I mean, I basically felt very safe uh, flying and traveling. And, you know, I um, I'd had a COVID test before I left, which was, thank God, negative. But, you know, I mean, it, it's just a new reality. What can I say? It is a new reality. And let's talk a little bit about this place where you're living, because it sounds really spectacular. <laughs> well, when we bought it, it was a ruin. And I write all about that in my book, Italy is my boyfriend. And uh, it's really, uh, it took a while to renovate. We had a really good time doing it. Um, it's essentially an old medieval fortress. So it was started in the ninth century and finished in around the 16th century. Having said that, lots of, you know, there were lots of events here, like they at first, it was a defensive tower, and then it was bought by the church, and then it was farmed, and then a family lived here. So it's gone through lots of different little renovations. So the building that I'm in is the tower. We live on the sec or the third floor of the tower in Italy. The ground floor is the ground floor, and then it's one two. But we live on the third floor. My bedroom's on the fourth floor. The guests stay on the second floor. We have um, an outbuilding where we have three guest rooms and um, they all have ensuite bathrooms. And then below me, there's three bedrooms and ensuite bathrooms. And then we have a studio where we have all our creative retreats. So we have our 
um, painting uh, retreats, our photography retreats, and then we do slow food retreats as well. And um, so, yeah, so that's in the studio building. And then below the studio building, we have a commercial kitchen where we teach cooking classes and we have a student lounge and uh, we have a big garden that, you know, kind of is next to that area. And then we have a vineyard. So we make our own wine. So our harvest is in two weeks, which I'm very excited by. I love the harvest and I'm so happy I'm here for it in September. And then I'm here till the end of October. So there'll be the olive harvest as well. But um, the building itself is very old and uh, it needs lots of tender, loving care. So that's what I'm here doing is sort of making sure it's all put together. Well, Annette, I, I picture you like in that episode of I Love Lucy where she's stomping in the wine grapes in the grapes. You remember <laughs> Not that? exactly. More picking, less stomping. But yeah. <laughs> well, when we come back from the break, I want to pick up right there. I want to find out more about your book and how you came to... Uh, you've done so much in your past, this styling and, and producing and running the retreats. It, it's just endless of who you are. I want to find out more. So thank you so much for, for sitting here and sipping your wine while we're, uh, we're sitting here drinking our coffee. I love it. <laughs> I do too. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here today with Annette Joseph. She's talking to us from Italy. We'll be right back. Even though our public lands are precious to all, Millions of pounds of trash are sadly left behind in our forests and waterways every year. That's why we're encouraging visitors to Brevard and Transylvania County to leave no trace and take action to leave it better. Find out how you can make a difference and leave it better at explorebrevard.com today. Hi, it's Kay, the owner of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. We share our beautiful city in the mountains of Western North Carolina from the rooftops with people from our community, around the country, and around the world. Our tours are well known for the spectacular scenery, the award-winning rooftop bars, and the captivating city history we share from the rooftops. We take traveling during these COVID-19 recovering times seriously. We've implemented CDC cleaning and sanitation protocols, require staff health screenings before our tours, and provide our tour guests with face coverings if they need one. We are excited to welcome you on an Asheville rooftop bar tour and provide a way for you to safely experience Asheville from a bird's eye view. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Annette Joseph has joined me from Italy. And Annette, I have to say, I am so jealous you're sitting there in Italy. What is it like? Like when you go outside, give us a little bit of an idea of what it's like when you're outside. Well, I mean, the one thing that um, I write about is, you know, this is my house. 
So I have to take care of it just like you do your house anywhere else, right? So they're chores and, you know, things that I have to do around the house. But usually in the morning, I'll go check on everything. I'll go for a little walk, maybe walk to the vineyard. Um, and then I check in the garden what is ripe. And then I usually pick out my lunch in the garden. So, you know, I'll pick out some tomatoes and lettuce and some cucumbers and some fennel and, uh, you know, make my salad for lunch. But uh, it's very peaceful here. We live in the countryside. We have an unbelievable view of the Alpanini Mountains. I mean, it's just breathtaking. And every day I I literally look out the window and, and or I walk outside and I just can't believe that's my view, but it is my view. It's part of the reason we bought the house is the view. Um, and then, you know, it's it's just like living everywhere else, although, you know, things are a little bit different the way we approach things. But um you know, I, I, it's, uh, people are speaking Italian outside when they go for a walk. We have a lot of cyclists that ride past our house. We have a really beautiful road that people cycle on. So I see tons of them. We have this funny little bus that rides up here. And as it comes around the corner, it always makes this funny little horn. That's how I know that I'm in Italy is by that little horn. And, um, we had a photo shoot here last week for my new book, I'm doing a La Fortessa cookbook with all the things that we cook here and regionally, and it's it'll be a beautiful travelogue. So hopefully I can come back and talk to you about that book too. But um, it was so cute because the people that were staying here, we just had all Italian crew and British photographer. And so they love that little bus. So it really reminds you that you're in Italy. But, um, you know, it's it's just, it's very country living. You know, you look outside and it's all green. Um, so that's, and, you know, I'm, I'm writing this book, so I write the book a lot as well, but I'll sit out on the terrace and have a, a glass of wine in the evening and watch the sunset. Oh, it it's sounds nice. lovely. I used to have tons of people over, but right now I'm not really having as many people come. Well, and, we are no. going to come. You're going to have a lot of people come. This is just a okay, quiet. Good. I would love that. We love our group. So we have, just so that you know, Our groups are seven to eight people plus the instructor. So they're very intimate groups. And of course, we have wonderful dinner parties on the terrace every night. Um, If you come in the fall, we all eat downstairs in the kitchen and I have a very, you know, cozy dining room there. So it's, it's a usually small group, but it's very fun and usually very lively and involves a dance party usually. (laughs) Any time of the year you're dancing. And cooking. It just, uh, dancing, cooking. I mean, you're talking dirty to me now, Annette. What can I say? And you've got this boyfriend (laughs) that's called Italy. I want to make sure that we get all the information on how we can get your books and get more contact, you know, contact you and connect with you. What are your websites? How can people get in touch? Well, the easiest thing to do is to Google my name, Annette Joseph. And if you put workshop at the end of it, that comes up. And if you go to the workshop page, there's a listing there for buying all of my books too. I have three books. I have a book called Picture Perfect Parties, which is a styling, um, entertaining book. It has like prefix menus and instructions how to make your table gorgeous and great tips. And then Cocktail Italiano is sort of my ode to living in on the French Riviera, I mean, on the Italian Riviera, well, 
drinking on the French Riviera too, but we're very close. But the Italian Riviera and uh, it's got a cocktail book. So it's very fun. We, we teach people how to mix cocktails. We have, you know, we do that as well when we're here, of course. And, uh, and then my latest book, which is a memoir uh, about my time here in Italy called Italy is my boyfriend. And they're all listed. And then the website, the workshop website gives you all the descriptions of all the different workshops that we conduct, the dates. We have workshops um, starting uh, next year. We have a painting workshop that's in June, and then the rest of our workshops are in the fall. And uh, we're really excited because we have a full roster of events and um, things that we do here. And uh, you can find out all about them. I've got all sorts of travel tips. We have that. We have uh, our co- accommodations. We have photos of, and so it's it's a very informational website that I think that lots of people will enjoy reading and looking at, and and hopefully come join us for one of our workshops or retreats. And we do yoga too. Oh, I well, love yoga. We can't forget the so, yoga. <laughs> we yeah. love the yoga. Well, it sounds I mean, all- yeah. I mean, it's it's a beautiful it's beautiful grounds to walk around. We do truffle hunting in the fall, and we do um, we take you to the olive press. And uh, you know, if you come in September, we're doing the wine harvest, as I said. So we have everybody join us in that. My vintner's super cute, and we just took his picture for my book, and it was so funny because I have such a crush on him, and. You know, my husband knows I have a crush on him um, and teases me about it. But um, we went up to the vineyard and took his photo. And it was just so much fun last week for my new book, La Portessa Cookbook. So it was great. Yeah, it's nice. It's lots of fun. I mean, it's lots of work here, too, of course. I mean, it's like a farm, but um, but I enjoy it. So you live you live there half the year. Is that how that works for you? That's correct. Yeah. So I'm going to go home October 31st to spend Thanksgiving and the holidays with my children and my husband. And then we'll come back in February to shoot the winter chapter of my book. And I'm, then I'll just stay till spring because we're going to shoot the spring ch- chapter as well. And I'll probably stay till October. So I'll probably stay a little bit longer next year from February on. Um, but normally I'm here for six months and then my husband comes back and forth. My kids come back and, you know, we, everybody shows up here. Everybody shows up. I already have people, you know, saying I'm coming, I'm definitely coming this summer. Um, so that's 2021. So we're excited. Well, it is exciting. And it's exciting because the airlines now, and we're going to be talking about this in the next segment, the airlines are starting to be a little bit more flexible. They're changing their fees. So instead of if you have to change your flight, you have to pay, they're taking those away. So it's going to make it a lot easier for us to be able to make our plans. We'll go to your website. We'll see when your retreats are. Right, right. That's great information for me because I've already had people asking me about next year. I got an email yesterday from um, a woman who wants to come with another couple. So it's four of them. And she was asking me all these questions. And I actually ended up texting a friend of mine who's in the travel business just to kind of find out. And, uh, you know, like what to tell her, but I, you know, this is super helpful as well, that the airlines are going to help with making your travel arrangements flexible. That's terrific. Cause we're going to be flexible too. I mean, this is unique times, as I say, it is unique. These are unique times and it's going to be great because we can go to your website. We can see when you're offering these wonderful retreats, when we can book our flight and, and just start dreaming that exactly you, we're going mean, to be we're there. Excited to see people. It's it's such a strange year this year not having people here 
I was saying to my caretaker here that, you know, we would have been wildly getting ready for our first group that was to arrive in a week was our first workshop. And uh, so all those people, we have sold out workshops and all those people were super kind and we moved everybody to a year from now and we're, you know, it will go quickly. You know how time flies. So absolutely gather on the terrace drinking wine and Aperol spritzes and, you know, it'll be great. Well, I am totally on the porch that's what I like to say. I'm on the porch. So, Annette, let me ask you real quick. If somebody was thinking about moving abroad, what would you suggest for them? Uh, I always have just one suggestion, and that is that people should stay here for a while. In other words, rent a house, rent it for six weeks or eight weeks, do that for a few years as if you're living here and see if it's for you. Because you know, it's not like America, it's a foreign country. So for some people it works and for some people it doesn't, but you have to live here for at least six to eight weeks for a couple of years just to get a handle on it. That is really good advice because so many times people, especially now, are saying, we want to move someplace else. We want to get out of town. We want to go live some in another culture. It's important, sure. I think, for them to understand that it's it's better to just go and and visit for a while and get submerged. Yeah, exactly. And I think if they re- if people read my book, they see that I came here for ten years, you know, and rented a house for eight weeks for ten years. So, um, and I've also lived in Europe. I mean, my parents are Europeans, so I, I lived every summer in Budapest with my grandparents and my aunt and uncle. So, I think it's really important. And it, seriously, my book. Part of the reason I wrote it is because people were asking me so many questions. This way, everything's in there. It's not only a memoir, but it also has lots of information about buying a house in Italy, what it's like, all the red tape, what it's like to get your residency here, learning to speak Italian, all of those things. Well, it's definitely a book worth reading. It's definitely worth going to your website, finding out how to book your trip to Italy and stay at the uh, the fortress with you and and all your buds. Yeah, all of our great team. Our team is amazing. I love it. Well, Annette, thank you so much for joining us today on Speaking of Travel, and I want to have you back. So we will definitely plan a time to have you back on the show. Carolyn, I feel like we're soul sisters. I think we are. I think we're just daughters from another mother or something, right? Yeah, I can hardly wait to meet you in person and hand you an Aperol spritz. Well, ditto on that. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Annette Joseph. Annette, thank you again. Who's ready to book your trip? You know, this experience might look and feel different once the world really begins to reopen, but we can still count on the positive impact of travel. Joining me next is Tina Kinsey of the Asheville Regional Airport. She's going to be here to talk about what the future of travel might look like. So stay tuned. Are you ready to plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is an 800-page online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. 
Fall is just around the corner, making this the perfect time to explore all the many safe and memorable adventures to be found across Western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. And I'll tell you, Italy is definitely on my 2021 destination list. Thanks, Annette, for reminding us why Italy is so special and unique. I'll tell you what, I can't wait to get over there. I'll tell you, I'm not even sure what that might look like right now. I hear from my listeners every week wondering what the future of travel is even going to look like because everybody's doing a lot of dreaming right now. And believe it or not, from what I'm hearing, now is probably the best time to go ahead and book a future flight. So I've been thinking about what might change about the way we vacation, and I'm joined here today with Tina Kinsey, Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport, to share some of her thoughts on the future and what she thinks will change about the way we vacation. Tina, welcome to the show. It's always such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much, Marilyn. Good to be here. I love to dream about travel, too. Well, you and I are both kind of travel junkies, so we've been talking about this for a long time, not just this year with what's changing, but really since since the first that we've known each other, travel has been a mutual a mutual connection for us, and I know you love to travel. You've, I've had you on my show with your family to talk about traveling. So what do you think? What do you think is going to it's going to happen as we move on. You know, it's it's an interesting question, and I have to put my airport hat on. I, I have to think about, okay, so what is different in the airport portion of the journey? And I thought that would be a fun place to start. You know, I, I look at trends. I look at a lot of information that's out there as the airport industry discusses how to Uh, be forward thinking and really responding to customer needs moving forward. And certainly COVID-19 has changed so, so much about all of our lives and certainly travel and, you know, what, what happens in the airport. So, you know, we've already responded with enhanced cleaning and all the social distancing and the barrier that, you know, the acrylic barriers and, you know, a lot of different things to keep travelers as safe as possible um, in the airport. But I do think moving forward, you know, that's not going to go away. We're going to continue to focus on um, ways to keep, um, you know, health and safety front and center in the travel journey. So I think for a long, long time, we will see 
a lot of these measures in place and we will be asking travelers to do their part. And I do think that there's been a shift in the mind of the traveler. You know, we're all more, I think, aware of people around us and just doing the things we need to do to respect each other um, in the travel journey. But I also know that there's a lot of touchless technology on the horizon. Um, and we already see some of this in larger airports, uh, you know, domestically and internationally. You know, one of the things um, to watch for is biometric screening, which is really very interesting. And it is happening already. And this is, you know, just imagine walking into the airport and you are uh, recognized with a biometric screening that's really um transparent to you. This this won't be something that's invasive in any way, but you are recognized for who you are and, um, you know, screened basically based on your information um, so that it, the ticketing process, going in, checking in, going through security is much more seamless and touchless. Um, you know, so that's that's an interesting thing to think about. And I do think that's coming um, in future years uh, more, uh, you know, it it will be at more airports. I don't know if you've ever looked into that, but that's, that's definitely something that I would keep an eye on. I actually just heard recently oh. that Hawaii was starting to implement some kind of facial recognition screening. Right. That's what I'm talking about, ah. this biometric screening. And then it has other capabilities, you know, but what we What's been in beta testing and then being rolled out is that facial recognition. You know, what that does is you don't you don't have to be exchanging a lot of documents and things with other people and having that touch point. So it does remove some of the um, those touch points and really moves us to a touchless journey in some ways. And I think you're going to see more and more of that. It seems so futuristic, but it's actually... Yeah. It's right here. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, that's just one example. I think, you know, we already see use of mobile devices. I think you're going to see more opportunities for people to check their own bags um, when you go to the airport. So you're not um, interacting with another person to do that. Um, you know, there's going to be, I think we're going to see more and more of that type of technology. The other thing that I think we're going to see more of. And I don't know if you saw the recent news, um, but United Airlines has made the decision to do away with almost all change fees. So pretty much no change fees for domestic flights in the United States. So if you book a ticket with United and you change your mind and you decide, no, I need to go on a different day or I need, I'm going to go to a whole different location. Um, you won't be charged a fee to make that change to your ticket. And, you know, that's very recent news. And that is in response to, you know, the uncertainty that some people feel about booking airline tickets um, right now. And I'm not sure that that uncertainty will go away. You know, we've, we've been faced with this unprecedented pandemic. And I think that that changed your psyche in a way. And so United has responded to that. And I think by adding, by giving travelers this awesome flex, booking flexibility, you know, that's going to change what we think and how we plan it. I think it's going to free us to 
you know, say, okay, yeah, I think I will. I'm going to go ahead and, and plan this trip. Well, that would definitely get me uh, very happy <laughs> to, yeah. to be able uh, yeah. to, to not only be dreaming about taking a trip, but actually booking the trip and feeling that you have something to look forward to. And if there is something that does change, that you have the capability with no fee to be able to change it. That's giving us a lot of control and a lot of flexibility. Yeah. And the the third thing I just wanted to say is that, um, and this is just my assessment in talking to travelers, but I think that living through this pandemic, you know, as a, as a country, as a world, I think that we, we are seeing a lot of people reevaluating priorities and um, thinking about things that, that mean the most to them. And I think travel is at the top of that list. I think a lot of more people are thinking, you know, I really need to seize the day. I need to take advantage. I want to have those experiences. So as we begin recovery through this period, I think we're going to see more and more um, adventurers out there, more leisure travel happening. Well, I love that. I think uh, there's just been so much uh, talk about getting outside, being outside, how we have pretty much kind of taken vacations over the last five or six months, whether in our backyard, taking walks, kind of reevaluating what vacation even is. This is going to, again, kind of put us on a new path to thinking outside the box a little bit. Like, yes, we can go a little further and then a little bit further. And maybe it's time that we do that retreat in Italy or we go uh, to California or we do something that's just taking taking our heads on that trip. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, when I heard the United announcement, um, you know, I. I wonder if other airlines will follow suit. Um, you know, I think there could be some great opportunities for us to turn those dreams into reality, um, you know, right away. I agree. And I think that everybody is collaborating and working together. The the airlines, the, uh, the airports, just really making sure that everybody feels safe and confident that we can do this. And we will. That's right. Absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing we're seeing thousands of travelers every day at the airport right now. So there are a lot of people out there still traveling. Um, and and I, I'm proud of them. I walk in the terminal and I see, um, you know, the, the gate. Uh, people are distanced apart from each other most of the time. Um, and have their masks on, you know, they're really doing their part. Um, you know, there's only so much social distancing that can realistically happen in a, in a public facility, you know, especially if there are a number of flights departing or arriving at the same time, there could be a, a number of people, but the travelers are doing their part. And that, that gives me hope. Well, those that's my favorite word, and I feel like these are the pioneers. They're kind of our ambassadors. They're getting out there, and they're, they're doing it, and coming back and saying, okay, here's what it was like, and then we know it's okay. That's right. 
That's right. Yep. Well, Tina, thank you so much for filling us in and and helping us out to process kind of what's going on. You're right there in the hub of it all, and uh, and it's good to hear from you and to keep just to keep updated and and on top of what's going on. There's so many changes all the time. Yes, there are, and I appreciate the opportunity to to talk with you. Um, and hopefully soon we'll be talking about fabulous vacations that we've taken recently. Well, let's make that sooner <laughs> than later. What do you say? Yeah. Well, okay. I know when we're ready, you're ready. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. You bet. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. Still to come on Speaking of Travel, speaking of being outdoors, one of my very favorite nature vacations is in Bryson City, North Carolina. You can satisfy all your adventure wonderlust. Coming up is Karen Proctor. She's the executive director of the Swain County, North Carolina Chamber of Commerce, and she's going to fill us in on why Bryson City is a little bit of heaven right here in the Great Smoky Mountains. Hey, this is Leanne from Biltmore. Are you looking for some simple ways to spend quality time with your family and friends? Then look no further. Biltmore is now open and you can wander through historic gardens, along winding trails with plenty of room to spread out all in one spectacular setting. Ride your bike, have a picnic, take a tour of America's largest home, Biltmore House, right here in our own backyard in Asheville, North Carolina. George Vanderbilt created Biltmore as a relaxed country retreat away from the pressures of city life. A Biltmore annual pass allows you to visit the estate an unlimited number of times throughout the year. You can make Biltmore a new experience every time you step onto the estate. Where else can you find beautiful gardens, four mountain seasons, and eight 8,000 acres to explore. Build memories by keeping your family time creative and enjoyable. Visit the Biltmore website at Biltmore.com for all of the information. And come on over. We would love to see you. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I have really enjoyed being able to spend a lot of time outdoors this summer. I've been taking time to step away from my daily routine and really gain some clarity, and being outdoors improves my concentration and my mood. And there's never been a better time to get out in the fresh air, really surrounded by nature. And I'll tell you, the one place I love to spend time is in Bryson City and North Carolina's Great Smoky Mountains. Bryson City is located about 70 miles southwest of Asheville, and this is a paradise for outdoor and nature lovers. And I'm here today with Karen Proctor, the Executive Director of the Swain County Chamber of Commerce, to find out what's going on over there and what we can look forward to as the seasons change. And Karen, thank you so much for being here with us on Speaking of travel. Well, thanks, Marilyn. It's so great that you asked me to be on. And quite honestly, thank you for that awesome introduction. Um, You know, I I don't know what's left to say. Thank you. (laughs) Well, and thank you also for being a partner with RomanticAsheville.com, because I know that their tourism partners are all in this together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, Romantic Asheville is a great partner with Swain County. 
um, and of course works so well with so many groups in our region. It just helps all of us to have a a robust presentation such as they bring to the table. Well, Karen, I I was saying I love Bryson City. I've been going there for many, many, many years, and it is such a wonderful outdoor adventure destination. Tell us a little bit about what makes Swain County and Bryson City so attractive to people who want to be outdoors. Well, there are so many things um, to choose from, but we'll start with the park, um, since you did mention that in your segue. Bryson City in Swain County is very blessed to uh, hold about 40% of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park within our borders. So as you can imagine, there are numerous trails and hikes. We've got uh, waterfalls, um, creek tubing, which is very popular, of course, when it is uh, those hot summer days. Let's see what else. We've got a, a really unique road to nowhere experience that um, everyone seems to enjoy. It's It's basically a a road that quite honestly leads to nowhere except some amazing backcountry hiking. So, and of course, you have the proximity to Cherokee with the Blue Ridge National Park, uh, with the road there going so far, you know, over to Asheville and beyond. Then, of course, you have the ride over to Gatlinburg. And if we're, you know, going to move on into scenic roads, of course, we have the Dragon. Uh, that's always popular with our motorcyclists or sports car enthusiasts. But those outdoor adventures, of course, they don't end with the park. There's the Nantahala River Gorge area with its whitewater rafting and zip lining. So quite honestly, there's an outdoor adventure around every corner, it seems, in Bryson City. I would say so. And you were talking about drives, scenic drives. There's so much of the park is even in Swain County. Is that right? Part of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Yes, we actually hold about 40% of the park. And um, let's see, we have about 87% of our county is actually either national park or national forest. So that's a lot of uh, wilderness to explore. Well, I think that having that wilderness is what so many people are looking for right now, especially, and and especially as we move into into fall. It's hard to believe that it's almost fall already, but it is. And you were talking about scenic drives. Talk a little bit about some of the scenic drives uh, as we get into the leaf peeping time of the year. Sure. Um, fall is one of my favorite seasons, so um, I'm always expi- excited to talk about this time of year. So I mentioned, uh, um, of course, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, that's a perennial favorite. But if you find that it's perhaps a little more crowded than you would prefer your experience to be, then there are other options such as the Cherahala Skyway. That's a bit outside of Bryson City, but it is, um, it's not highly traveled. So you're going to have uh, some amazing views, some panoramas that, you know, you you won't feel uh, rushed to enjoy. Um, of course, I mentioned the road to nowhere. That's a shorter drive, but it is about a 20 minute drive just outside of Bryson. So you basically just leave our downtown and drive into the National Park. So that's pretty special. And there's a lovely overlook that overlooks Fontana Lake. So that's that's Again, that's just a really nice shorter drive. Then you have 441 from the National Park, of course, into Gatlinburg. That's about an hour and a half or so. Again, it's going to be pretty heavily traveled. So you might want to look at either Chirahala or 
129. I just mentioned uh, the dragon, and that is quite an experience. But again, lovely views, lovely vistas. Well, everywhere you go in that region, there are such lovely views and lovely vistas. And you were talking about this small town, Bryson City and other cities, little towns around there offer a lot of shopping and dining. Let's talk a little bit about that. Sure. I My office currently is, uh, I'm sitting here looking out at my downtown. So that's always a a plus to any day. But yes, we have a, a wonderful little downtown. And what one of the things that makes it so wonderful is unlike a lot of mountain towns, our streets are actually flat. There are no inclines in our downtown proper. So it's extremely walkable. We have multiple lodging options downtown as well. So you can stay and walk. We have some great restaurants and some wonderful galleries. Uh, We've got a watercolorist here, Elizabeth Ellison. Some of you may have heard of her. If not, definitely look her up. Her work is amazing. Uh, We have a couple of other galleries that are are just as wonderful. And of course, those boutique experiences that just make the trip kind of special. Um, some ice cream shops, some chocolate shops. And the nice thing is these are all mom and pop operations. You know, you'll walk in and probably meet the owner. They're they're not uh, chain. The only thing we have here that is like franchised is fast food. So that's one of the unique things of, about Bryson City. It's a small town feel. I love the small town feel. Give us the uh, website where people can go and get more information and create an itinerary so they can get out there and and have a spectacular time. Sure. It is Great Smokies, S-M-O-K-I-E-S, yes, the proper spelling, dot com. Um, We have about 150 pages there, so you're going to find any information that you're looking for. And I want to make sure people know that as you get into your fall and and even winter (laughs) seasons, that there's places are open and things are happening and uh, you've got the train over there. I know that they're going to be running for the Polar Express. That's always a fun time. Absolutely. A a town full of people wearing pajamas. I think we saw about 90,000 on that last year. Of course, this year is going to be different. But yes, we are open and operational, ready to see you. And Karen, when people go to the website, they'll be able to see what your protocols are and what what you have in place for everybody to know so they can be prepared. We have a... a an, an advisory page on our website that is updated uh, anytime that there is a change. Perfect. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being here on Speaking of Travel, giving us all this great information about Swain County and Bryson City, and people are going to want to get outdoors. They're going to want to show up. Tell me again what your website is. It's greatsmokies.com. Well, thank you so much, Karen, for being here on the show. I also want to thank Annette for talking to us from Italy. I'll tell you, we are ready to go to Italy. We want to we want to get on a plane and get over there. And speaking of planes, thank you, Tina Kinsey from the Asheville Regional Airport for that update and talking to us today about vacations. I want to thank Karen from Bryson City and Swain County for filling us in on what's happening over there. This is a great time to get outdoors, to really be in nature Go for a walk, go for a hike, start dreaming about travel. In fact, what Tina was saying about the airlines, you can book a flight right now and there's so much flexibility. Some airlines aren't even going to charge you for change. So 
go ahead, make that dream trip come true. Go ahead and book it and then just start planning it. And soon enough, you're going to be right there. This is a wonderful time right now to spend time getting to know yourself, getting to know the great outdoors. Remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Run!